It is the Impulse Show. I'm Tito Labine, and with me, as always, forever and always, my co-host, Jeffrey Keeble. What up? What's going on? What's happening? And then also with us, our co-co-host, one ugly motherfucker, Lyle Keeble. Daddy's home. (laughs) He's back. I missed a week, but I'm here now. Sorry to leave you. He's what back happened? and he's with it. That's why you're ugly. You're yeah. gone a week. I went from handsome to being ugly because yeah. I missed one week. <laughs> I, I got, I got, I had the opportunity to feel what you feel like. <laughs> Getting called beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Loved and adored. Yeah. Stared at like he's the only one in the room. I was the only one in the room. What? <laughs> I'm getting punished. What's going on, gentlemen? How was your weekends? Uh, mine was good. Went to the Badger game. Went to the Badger Sunday. fight. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say you saw that fight. fight, huh? Yeah, dude, I was like a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're just watching. Everyone's leaving, so we had to wait. So I was just watching everyone shake hands, and then I seen that coach bring him in. I'm just like, you know, I thought he brought him in like a, like when he stopped him, I thought he brought him in like a. Like a bro hug, huh? Like a bro hug, like a bro yeah. Hug, yeah. Yeah, and then no, the fucking, the African, African-American coach. Juwan. Pushed him, and then I was like, "Oh, oh!" <laughs> and then they started like everyone started crowd again, and then I tapped Cassidy on the shoulder. I'm like, "Look, there's a fight!" <laughs> <laughs> and then I was, and then I told her, "I was like, well, I guess that sums up African American Month." What? <laughs> 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 Jesus, bad cherry to end the month, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but no, no. Other than that, it was a good game. It was uh very enjoyable and I had fun. So why did that fight start? Uh, because the coach called a timeout with 15 seconds left of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently the Wisconsin Badger coach wanted to explain himself to the Michigan coach because he was kind of salty about it. He was like pouring yeah. salt on the wound already. Yeah. So, mm. You know, Wisconsin was ahead, but Michigan started doing a full court press. And mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like when you're down by so much with so much time left, it's like, you know, just kind of accept, accept the loss, take the L, you know, it's the sportsmanship. It is what it is. It's, it's, it's a, you know, a, a conference game. And uh, he kept doing the full court press or he had done it. And uh, so the coach called a timeout so they could figure out, you know, put in like a play or whatever to, to get by the full court press and by taking a timeout, you're like extending the game then. Mm-hmm. And then, so that's like kind of a form of like unwritten, like, you know, sportsmanship. Yeah. yeah well, like bad sportsmanship. And then they had their, you know, their JV team out there too. So well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you know the, they, the, the starters weren't in or anything. And it's like, all right, you put these guys with fresh new legs and they're probably already out of the game mentally. Yeah. And then you got Michigan State fucking pressing them with 30 seconds left. 
Yeah. And they were so, down I mean, by a little bit too, weren't they? Uh, still? 16, I think, yeah. at one point they were down by. Yeah. <laughs> like 40 seconds left yeah, or something. Full yeah. court press still. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, come on. Like, th- that was kind of what started it. So then guard called a timeout. So then he could, you know, be like, okay, well, here's what we're going to do. Yep. Or, or he yep. wanted to get it past uh, half court. Oh, and so he could kind of stop the press. Yeah. And uh, I believe. Uh, at the time, they only had four seconds to get the ball past, uh, you know, past to their side of the court. So with yeah. them calling the timeout, they had uh, the full ten seconds. And yeah, too. So like it was, it was a strategy play, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it was exciting either way. It, it, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was definitely. I, I just figured, like you know, they they acted accordingly. Mm-hmm. That that was that's kind of like what how I've said it is. It, it doesn't mean like it was a good or bad response. I just say act accordingly because it's like, if you're going to be, if you're going to be a jackass about it, like, well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you're going to get jackass results. Yeah. And, and the thing of it too is, is I, people were blaming guard in, in some aspect because they, he kind of like grabbed at him. Yeah. And for me though, I, all I can say is that, you know, you're a, <laughs> you're fucking, you're a head coach. Head coaches shake after the game. You're professional men. You're supposed to shake after a game, even even if it's the slightest, like, like quickest handshake and and whatever. Like you still acknowledge each other. Hey, good game, whatever. Blah blah blah. And Juwan Howard wasn't going for any of that. He just no. goes, "I remember that." He's like, "I remember that shit." And then tried to like walk on by. And it's like, dude, come on, dude, <laughs> put your head out of your ass, put your pride away, like, dude. Even if it's quick shake, yeah. shake his hand, walk, walk away. You got to make a spectacle about it. So that's why then guard grabbed him. Like, Hey man, like this is, this is what it is after the game. You're supposed to shake hands. And, uh, and he didn't do that. And then because grab or guard grabbed him, he was like, you know, don't fucking touch me. Yeah. Don't fucking touch me. Yeah, like, don't don't touch me, escalated. motherfucker. I was like, holy yeah. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah. He was like, he was like, oh, I was just trying to defend myself. I'm like, dog, you are six, nine. Defend myself. <laughs> I'm far more professional 11. athlete. Yeah. <laughs> Defend yourself. Get out. You were in the NBA. Like, <laughs> fuck out of here. So, little guard. I don't know. Like, it, like if I'm being objective, I'd say probably 97% Juwan Howard, 3% guard because I mean he did call the timeout and he did grab him. So I mean maybe it is a 95-5. But yeah, yeah. You know. But uh, not a bad uh, first Badger game for me. So <laughs> De- yeah, definitely, I've, I've never been to a Badger game, a basketball game. <laughs> so definitely gonna be. Um, a hard one to top, but <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind going again. I, it was very safe and comforting. You know what's funny though is that you're you you just got done with your Badger game and then you're wearing a Marquette uh, t-shirt. Yeah, that. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's all about the college stuff now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all in. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Mark Madness. Wisconsin sports, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, going to a Marquette game yeah. next. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. But yeah, uh, how was your weekend, Lyle? My weekend was fun and eventful. I went to New York for the snowcross races on the reservation. So I was like, I was home. Hola. <laughs> I was like, I need to find Tito and Auntie out here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did it smell like spam when you walked up? Yeah. <laughs> spam and fry bread. I was like, if you don't smell like that, you're automatically out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice spam fry bread and corned beef hash sandwich. Ooh. <laughs> that sounds on, good right I now. I am starving. I am too. Are you really? Yeah. I, so, I, mean, I had breakfast sandwiches this morning. Yeah, I don't. Add Nutella and breadsticks. Add, <laughs> add a Nutella 
fucking day old Olive Garden breadsticks. Yeah. <laughs> I had a fruit fruit shake here, a smoothie, and uh, G Fuel. Yeah, I woke up later than I had wanted to, so I kind of had to get up and like make food, start the crock pot. Like take a shower. Crockpot. I had to go pick up Jalen from the airport, and then I get back here, write Kyle stuff, and then is she there? Uh, yeah, she's in my uh, room. She's watching something on her phone. Tell her to go home right now. Yell it, <laughs> Jalen. Jeffrey says go home. <laughs> Doesn't hear. I don't know. She might have her headphones in. <laughs> He's probably like, oh, why is he saying my name on yeah. the podcast? <laughs> yeah, but no, it was fun. It was uh, it was a little mind mind tricks with the weather because we arrived on Thursday. It was fifty degrees. I was like, all right, it's gonna be a good weekend. And then the next two days were like a high of sixteen and ten with forty mile an hour winds. <laughs> <laughs> and then the day we left, it was fifty degrees again. <laughs> so we worked in the worst possible weather conditions out there, but favorable for the snowmobile. Yeah, snowcross. Yeah, okay. I found out that they don't like racing. Like when it's snowing, like as it's snowing, they don't like that because visibility sucks. Mm-hmm. But uh, that track looked fucking sweet, though. Yeah, it was it did, pretty good. It looked fun. Easy. So, so I was, again, talking. They don't like the how it starts like that, how it's just straight because there's like no time, like like wherever you're at, that's where you're going to be at. Like uh, there's no corner or anything to make moves if it's just like a straight line and whoops like that. Oh. So if you get a good jump out of the gate, you're they're gone. saying you're good. If you get a bad jump, you're, you're stuck where you're at pretty much. Cause it's just a straight line all the way there and everybody's doing the same thing. Yeah. But I also, I didn't know this happened where we, our job was on Friday to pick up on the drama between our buddy Imel and Francis Peltier, because I guess at Fargo, I missed it is those two got into it with each other and then Francis got hurt. And then later on, he put up a post saying, like, who's next on Emel's hit list like, oh, on social God. media? <laughs> so our job this weekend was to go in the trailer and, like, bring it up to them, like, cause the drama basically again. So we went into Francis's trailer, and it was, like, me and Zach, ice cold in there. Like, he was like, we're like, hey, do you want to do an interview? He's like, what's it for? <laughs> we're like, uh, for the series in Sledhead. He's like, oh, I guess. So we sat down and then we just asked him like, oh, where we're at to give us your basic intro and, and then tell us about Fargo. And that was like our way of getting in there. <laughs> I was like, tell us what happened yeah. last race. He's like, oh, he's like Fargo was shit. He's like, you should ask Mel what happened out there. He's like, I don't know what the hell is wrong with him. If his snowmobile gets stuck right, but he's hitting everybody. He's like, I don't know if he was dropped on his head or what. <laughs> I was like, fuck, man. It's like, he, he could tell he didn't want us in there doing this interview, but he was like speaking to us like unwillingly. <laughs> yeah. And then we asked Amel about it. He can, if he saw it and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I saw it. He's like, it's Rubin's racing. He's like, he's like, did you read like what it said? Like who's next? He's like, yeah, I saw it. He's like, he's next again. If he keeps it up. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like jokingly, he was saying it to us. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, no, 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 I'm just kidding. He's like, it's just part of racing. He's like, if anything, that fires me up more to go out there. Well, but, not this weekend. <laughs> wasn't his weekend. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> no one's weekend. Wasn't Francis weekend either. He crashed again. Yeah. They, all of them crashed. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah, that looked, like I said, it looked like a sweet track, but 
God damn, man, that it did look sketchy. Yeah, coming down that hill was sketchy. It, there were so many crashes coming down that hill. Yeah, it looked really <laughs> high speed. I'm surprised like they didn't try like a rhythm section down that hill. Or they something. tried adding whoops, but that just caused that. Well, you saw Emel yeah, crash. Well, well, that's what I mean. It was like <laughs> it's so high speed. Why make whoops? <laughs> like I said, to slow it down is like just put a fucking straight up wall or something where they have to <laughs> big tabletop. Yeah, yeah, something. After a mel crash, a checkup jump. They were trying to like cheer him up, like his team. Oh, like really? trying to make him laugh and everything. And then the, one of the guys was like, "Hey, man, it's a good thing you're not a girl." And he's like, "Why?" He's like, "Cause you got hit right in the cocksuckers." Because <laughs> <laughs> his face was bleeding and his lips were like, "You got it hit him pretty good." His handlebars. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was a fun weekend. It was fun, minus the weather. Yeah, that did look sweet, man. That that'd be pretty cool to go out to to New York and. Um, watch that. I was, I was pretty jealous of that. Yeah, the nah. crowd was not awesome. It was loud. About time. Yeah. Oh, so they were really, yeah, they looked really into it on your Snap story. Oh, yeah. Or they Instagram were, story. They were really into it. <laughs> That's so, awesome. I love that. So the next time in a week or two, we go out to Deadwood. And so that would be my next one. Flying again yep. to South Dakota. And then I will see you guys at ERX. Mm-hmm. Going. Yep. Yep. Papa's gone. Yeah. I need I need to see me some snow cross. <laughs> Papa's going. Yeah. <laughs> Papa's gone. <laughs> how was how, uh, how was your weekend, brother? Uh pretty uh pretty chill and relaxed. It was not for once. It was not. It was. What'd you do? Did you take down your tree? Yeah. I did. I took down my tree yesterday. See? That's how you know it was relaxed. Mm. <laughs> That's how you know it was relaxing. I don't know. All weekend. I seen was a bunch of beer. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, all right. Yeah, I, I drank all day uh, Saturday. Weird, weird spoiler. Uh, went to this uh, beer dabbler. Had they had like I don't know, must be close to a hundred uh, vendors for like different styles of beer. You get like a little beer glass, and uh, you go around to these different tents, and they just pour like little little samples. And um, man, it was cold. Like my beer was starting to freeze at some points. Like if you didn't drink it fast enough. I think so. It was, it was a lot of fun though. Uh, afterwards we went to St. Paul, uh, had some pizza, had a drink or two, and then I was exhausted. So I went, went home. Uh, and then Sunday I was like, all right, well, today's going to be a good day. Like I'll go shop, I'll grab some coffee, yeah, get stuff for a crock pot. Like I'm going to make dinner like dude. And then my friend and his sister were like, Hey, do you want to go to downtown Minneapolis for a drink? Cause it was a really nice day yesterday here. And, uh, I was like, all right. <laughs> so then we ended up being out till like nine thirty, ten. 10. <laughs> I came back and played call of duty till two. Darling, your brother, oh, I can, awesome. I can help you. I can find that help for you. I'll send you that link for gamblers anonymous too. Mm-hmm. You know, when where? you go to gamblers anonymous, I'll go to AA. I don't have a gambling problem. He doesn't have a drinking problem. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. You did have me this weekend, though, or this week. Huh? For uh, eye racing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had me too. I, I, was, like, I was like, yo, I was like, I was like oh. thousand, thousand bucks. Yeah, you I was like, mean. I was like, maybe I do have a problem after our conversation. <laughs> I was like, I got no thousand dollars to be fucking betting on high racing. <laughs> I was like, I bet. I know he quick to jump in. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to see what you you were gonna say. 
And he's like, I know you had a problem. And then he sent me a Gambler Anonymous link in the state of Wisconsin. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, oh that's great. But no, Farrell. You need to find some help. No, Farrell, $1,000. Make it me. Dude, I take that in a heartbeat. I know you would. That's why you got to go to the yeah. thing. <laughs> right now, yeah. right now, You're live like, on TV. Yeah, we're gonna start. We're not even we're gonna move away from the sobriety powwows and go to the Gamblers Anonymous powwows. Yeah. <laughs> no, no money, no betting, no currency allowed at this powwow. Yeah. <laughs> All good faith. Hey, did you see that uh, Forest County Potawatomi signed the gambling compact for sports I betting? I did not. Sports betting. Yep. Nice. Ooh, oh, I heard Minnesota is moving towards uh, sports betting as well. Really? Dude, mm-hmm. that, that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas is going to be. So, yeah, man. If you guys want to come over Shakopee, we'll, uh, do, we'll do some betting. I'll bet. I lost money this weekend at the casino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, he's like, I'm going to throw that in yeah. there right now. I don't have a problem, but I lost money also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I got to talk to, who did I get to catch up to? Who is it going to say? No, uh, ran into a couple people that like knew about Impulse Media while we were out there, which was cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Like just fans? Like there's, or, uh, there was like some fans. I, I'm guessing the fans that knew were the ones that like keep up with the racers. And then uh, some media people, I don't know who his name, he works in his thing is like Detour Media or something like that. But he loves this shit too. Yeah. Yeah, so no, uh, that's cool. That's uh, fucking badass. Well, thought. they know you. They don't know me and Tito yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm just your brother. They're going to think we're just some hungry natives walking around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's more? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Damn, them boys big. Yeah, yeah, them boys big. I wonder why he's little. They send him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goddamn football team over here. Yeah. Goddamn football. Uh. <laughs> no, that's cool though, man. That people are like, oh, like they've they've heard of like impulse media. I mean, it's great for you guys. I mean, it's cool to jump on board and um steal you know contribute thunder. to the team, but steal for you guys thunder. to steal the thunder. Get, for- <laughs> get, get free apparel. Get but free for uh, get but for, for the get founding no for the founding fathers, <laughs> the founding chiefs of uh, impulse media. For you guys to be recognized for all all your hard work, man. That's pretty awesome. Dude, someone commented on my long hair again. I had to show my ID. (laughs) When they say this, that's basically, yeah. Jacob? Basically, no, the was like one of the security people that check your ID before you go in the casino. And he's like, oh, your long hair. He's like, I don't know if you get this a lot. (laughs) But everyone, basically the same conversation. But they're like, you look like a. The werewolf from Twilight. (laughs) He's like, you should see me in the bedroom. I am a werewolf. (laughs) You better be careful. Full moon tonight. (laughs) Feeling it. Uh, Hope I don't lose at this casino. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then I never got ID'd the rest of the weekend, but like Zach and them got ID'd. So I was making jokes. Like, yeah, yeah, good job. Card the white people. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Card the white people. <laughs> Carding the land stealers. Yeah. Speaking of but, land uh, stealers. Oh. 
Yeah, yeah, we're gonna transition then. Yeah, into we're gonna, our uh, next guest, land stealer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today's guest might be the most handsome guest we've ever had on the show. Most people see this man, they think that's a goddamn GQ model. That is until they see him in a racing suit covered in grease and mud, and he's dirty. Those blue eyes are staring at you. <laughs> Holy shit! All right, hold on, wait. I gotta get back on course here. Um, uh, I like to call him the silent assassin. Because he's somewhat reserved, but will strike when you least expect it. This can be used on the track and off the track, as our next guest is an avid hunter. White-tailed deer stand no chance, and as a native who can speak with deer, I can say his name is synonymous with the Grim Reaper in many deer cultures. When he's not killing it in the woods, he's killing it on the track in his Can-Am and a Pro 4. He's a Can-Am ambassador for over a decade and has the UTV championships with it. He's a torque champion, GNCC, WE. XCR, MAXC, as well as competing in the Champ Off-Road Series, Texplex, and King of the Hammers. He's a dancer. He's a twisted tea chugging romancer. He's the driver of the 191 Can-Am back UTV, driver of the number 91 sponsored by ME with a cougar on the side, Pro 4, joining us from Millersport, Ohio. I'm talking about Kyle Chain. Man, some of that stuff was true. Some of it, eh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll take credit. I'll take credit, but I don't know if it was true. <laughs> What's up, dude? Oh man, I am actually. You got me in a really bad mood. I'm trying to get my champ or my champ car, my side by side sports car, put together, and I'm putting tie rods on, and I just freaking cross threaded one of the heim joints in the tie rod and i'm just i'm having a bad bad time right now <laughs> You're having a, oh well you know what we need to do just light some candles get some insets going crack a twisted tea just lay down <laughs> and we'll talk we'll talk about it <laughs> lay, you mean like lay, like lay down with like the funnel in my mouth and pour pour the whole 12 pack in the funnel or what yeah that's what i'm talking about just like a big old no. like big old shoot just whenever you need it take a drink I need it. <laughs> you go, I need it today. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But, uh, dude, how was, uh, how was KOH King of hammers? Man, it was good. Um, I mean, it could have went better. I mean, we won one of the three races, um, totaled a car in the other one, but ended up second and then just had a fluke mistake in the 4,400 race. Just had a part malfunction that shouldn't have malfunctioned and put us out of the race, but we were doing really good up until then. But, it was good. All in all, we learned a lot. You know, uh, we got a lot now to uh, to go into next year with anyways. There's only so much information that I can find, but how long have you been going to uh, KOH? This was my fourth year. Okay. Yeah, this is my fourth year and by far my most confident year for sure. Like definitely more confident out there now than I've ever been. How many times have the you won the event? Oh, what ahead. is it? How many times have you won the event since you've been there? So the first time we only made it like 33 miles and broke the second race. We got second time I was there. I got second and I've won the last two rounds, last two nice. years. Oh, um, the first time you went to KOH, um, did you go as a, as a driver or like a spectator? Did you go check it out first? And then we're like, Hey man, this is cool. I'm going to compete in it next year. Or did you go as a competitor? And then you saw how cool it was. And you're like, shit, I should have came as a spectator. So I could party. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much that's what I wish I'd have done this whole time. But but now that we um, we're racing GNCC here on the East Coast, and um, in 2019 they got rid of side by sides at the GNCC series, and we were kind of looking for something to do. And um, CJ and Johnny had already went and done KOH, and almost you know pretty much told us how awesome it was and that we needed to do it. So just kind of added that to the list for 2019. It was kind of something we had no idea what we were doing. We just kind of went out there and and winged it so what so, what, oh, what was the difference uh from last year winning to this to this year like I, you pretty much dominated this year yeah uh, i mean last last year um well so the year before the year we got second yep. um we had some issues i rolled the car um when we flipped it back over, um, I had it in neutral and it rolled down the hill and I tried to stop it and it broke my foot. And, um, we had a bunch of issues that year, that year I got a second. So like that year, like I was really like, I put a lot of effort into winning the next year. Like I really wanted to win KOH 2021. Like I put in uh, a whole lot of effort, like more than any other race or probably even any other series combined, um, to win in 2021. And, um, it definitely panned out all the, the preparation we did and all the pre-running and, and all the information we had definitely worked in 2021. Um, but here for 2022, I didn't do it that much. Um, you know, I kind of already won. It's kind of like, yeah, I wanted to win again, but I don't feel like I put in as much work for this year. We definitely put in some work. We changed some stuff on the car and stuff, but, uh, not nearly what I think we should have. I mean, we still won, um, and I do feel very comfortable out there, but, um, after learning what we learned this year, it's going to be back to just like it was in 2020, like to the 2021 season. Like I, I want to win 4,400. Now that's my goal is to, uh, to win the big race. Okay. Um, so what's, what's the, uh, the, the King of, I know King of Hammer is obviously really big. It's, it's out there in California, <clears throat> you know, and, and TJ was telling us like the, the, the scene with it, you know, why, why is it such a hype? Like, why is there such a, a big following and why is there such a party there? And, and, and like what, and then what's the difference, um, with the thrill of racing KOH compared to, you know, UTV here in short course? Uh, I don't know. I guess it's kind of like it's just a lot more technical. I mean, there's, it's got a little bit of everything, you know, it has tight desert stuff, it has wide open desert. It has desert where you're going through rocks. It has tight rock sections, it has fast rock sections. It has 20 foot drop offs. It has, you know, climbs like that. You don't even think a UTV can do like, it's just a little bit of everything. And then on top of it, you get everybody who's anybody like that races it. I mean, anybody that, races goes to king of hammers like you get the top of the top racers period there so it's like the only time like you get everybody together and race each other to see who's the best and the most technical nasty terrain you know that god put on this earth so when you're out there like how long does uh this race uh last sometimes if, if you're out there driving what's the longest that you're out there uh, so the UTV race, we finished this year in four and a half hours. Um, the 4,400 race, which is like where, you know, like the big trucks, it would pretty much be like the pro four of KOH. Um, that race, I didn't finish this year, but I did finish it last year. And I think it was like a little over eight hours. Holy wow. Jesus. So what do you got to do then when you got to go potty? Like if you, if you got to go number one or number two, do you just let her, let her rip or what? <laughs> 
Man, I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm usually, I don't wear a catheter. I don't really, I usually don't have to pee or anything. And, you know, plus we haven't found my right size yet. Um, <laughs> but you, you know, for all the other average white men, you know, they, they make catheters for them. Uh, like garden hose won't yeah. even fit. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But, but yeah, so they, most people just wear catheters. Yeah. And not like one that ins- inserted, it's a condom catheter. But I, I don't. I will definitely wear one next year. I'm going to have some custom made. <laughs> He's like, when I tell you I'm all in, I'm all in. <laughs> Molding. We're going to mold. We're going to mold. <laughs> Looking for sponsors right now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Anybody that, uh, you know, needs catheter like representation, uh, hit me up. He's like, you can find them at Lions Den. <laughs> 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 oh man no like uh, king of hammers you know we were talking about cj and uh you know we're all interested in, in going out there and, and he had said you know go out there and have a good time so um no that's that's cool to just kind of learn more about it and, and know that man that that's not just some run-of-the-mill race that it's a lot of time and effort and strategy and, and technique that goes into it um it is i mean i would almost say like Crandon's awesome and it's huge, but it's, I mean, it's almost even like bigger than that. Really? Yeah. Dang. I just think Damn. because it has, I mean, it's the same thing as Crandon where you get all the racers together to race once, but just, it's almost on a, it's just on a bigger scale. So like a multi-day thing, right? Or, or KO, which goes yeah. for like a week, week and a half? I usually spend like I'm there. The the racing is a full week long of races every day. Um, and then, you know, I usually go out, you know, a week and a half early to pre-run and test and stuff. So it's usually, you know, usually about a three week venture because it's three days from here to there um, with the toter and, and trailer. So you got to add a week for travel. You know, you're there two and a half weeks. It's about a month, a month event. Plus you're, you know, prepping for, yeah, almost six months before the race. So it's like, it, it's almost a year round event. Like, like literally right now I'm building my car, my pre-runner car for next year right now. So it's like, it's like wow. a never ending thing. Is it the one that you cross-sided? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. I was kidding. I was kidding. Yeah. I was kidding. Like, way to remind me. <laughs> yeah, the, one, the, one I, the one I totaled and ripped the front end off of it, uh, it's down at CT Raceworks right now. We already got it apart, and they're fixing it, and we're oh. going to be racing it next year too. So, dang, nice. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm known for my uh, transitions here. So let's get into hunting, man. Whitetail, that shit's wild, huh? <laughs> man, I, I I just had a lunch today with uh, the guys that edited and put together the video we did this year on Ed, and uh, no, it did did awesome. Like, shoot, that video is already over like a hundred thousand views. I wish I would have put it on my YouTube. <laughs> I messed up there, but, uh, but no, I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. It really is hunting is such a big industry and, you know, not just that, like just, uh, to kill a, a big mature whitetail every year is definitely tough. And, and like I said, this year, just like KOH, I didn't put in as much work because I did, you know, we were racing the pro four at champ and, uh, the side by side, and we just had so much going on this year with racing. I kind of, 
uh, put hunting on a back burner and I pretty much got lucky this year with the deer I shot, but you know, usually I put, put in years. I mean, the one I shot two years ago, I put in, you know, almost eight years of, of watching the deer and, um, letting him grow and, you know, trying to figure out what he does and his patterns and his bedding areas and what he does during the rut and what he does in the spring and summer and fall. And, um, watched him get shot twice by other hunters and make it and like, you know, just, you know, pray that he'd get to that magic year where, you know, he's at his biggest and, and, you know, I can give it a shot. Cause you know, once a deer, deer gets past, you know, three and a half, four and a half years old, they get quite a bit smarter. Um, you know, their senses kick in and, you know, they kind of realize that, you know, you know, we got, I got to survive now, you know, it's not just get out to the field first to get something to eat. It's, you know, I got to get out there and be careful. And so, I mean, a, a mature white-tailed deer has already gone through an intense amount of pressure in his life. Cause you know, for one, he's got most fawns get eaten by coyotes or like you guys have wolves and, you know, so they got to make it past a fawn and then they got to make it past, you know, every Tom, Dick and Harry that's got a shotgun. And, you know, the first couple <laughs> of years are very vital to a, a whitetail. Plus they have to have good genetics. Not every deer that makes it to seven, eight and a half is going to be big. Yeah. So you know, sometimes, too. uh, I think I've seen one, one large whitetail here in, uh, Northern Wisconsin. And man, I thought that thing was a fucking horse out there. Like I, I, <laughs> I uh, like buck fever is real, man. And, uh, you know, some of those deer that, uh, I saw you shot, um, you know, on your Instagram, those, those aren't, those aren't small, man. Like I said, look like a fucking horse. Like, do you, do you ever catch yourself getting a little bit of deer fever? Buck fever? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's why we all do it is it's that rush you get when, you know, you get that couple seconds of that buck coming in, um, you know, that you've worked so hard on over the years. And, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's almost, it's, it's a bigger rush than lining up at Crandon in a pro four going through the turn one. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like you said, you know, there's a lot of prep and, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't want to say stalking, but essentially stalking this thing and, and you, you get one shot at it, you know, and, and sometimes it, it pans out sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. Um, so are you, do, do you just bow hunt or do you, you know, do rifle as well? Do you do, uh, you know, use a fucking musket? Like what, what, what are you out there in the woods? With? <laughs> yeah, I only bow hunt whitetails. Um, I, I just like the challenge, you know, I mean, it's already a challenge enough to, to kill a mature whitetail buck, you know, in his natural habitat, it's already like the odds are stacked against you, um, a thousand fold, but to do it with a bow is even harder. And I do hunt with a rifle. I do hunt like uh varmint, like coyotes and stuff with a rifle, but I only hunt whitetail deer with a bow. You know, being a native American, um, man, I was just good at asking college all the time, you know, they're like, Oh, do you bow hunt? And I'm like, dude, we got technology now. I ain't going back to a fucking bow and arrow. I'm all rifle out. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't blame you. I mean, if, if it was, if it was to put food on my table, I would be shooting them with a gun for sure. <laughs> but you know, luckily, luckily I still have a job and it hasn't got to that point yet. <laughs> uh, so you were talking about a, a video, uh, that you were hunting and, um, so do you ever go to like the, uh, the, the, like, the, like game, gaming farms? 
Yeah. Like, like the farms or the pens at all, you know, cause some of them hunting shows will, will do that. Um, do you, do you do that at all? Or like, is it offered or, or are you just all about going out in the natural habitat? And then, uh, and like you said, kind of getting that deer on its, on its own. I mean, you ask some people, they'll say all oh, my deer are from a high fence or like, there's no way you can kill that many big deer, you know, in, in, in their natural habitat. But no, I, I, there are some high fences around here. Like, uh, there's a high fence area, probably five miles from my house, a couple of them really. Um, but the shoot, it's like 20 grand to, to shoot a buck and, you know, I'm only going to pay 15, you know, but no, no, it's all, you know, that's what I love about it. You know, I mean, if I just paid to go shoot a deer, you know, to each his own, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. If you don't have time to hunt and you just like shooting big deer, you know, there's, you know, and you have the money, why not? But you know, I, that's what I love about it is the actual chase. And, you know, like when I was a kid, I, you know, would shoot anything. And then as I got older, I would shoot bigger bucks and then, you know, not big, but big for me at that, you know, at a younger age. And then, you know, then I got to the point where that was too easy, you know, and I wanted, wanted the, you know, the thrill and the, the reward of shooting monster deer that are mature and have already been through it. Like a buck that not just every hunter can go in the woods and even see like, you know, deer, you just, you dream about, they don't even like, they're almost too smart to even get on trail camera. Like that's, that's what I like to hunt. Like deer that are, you know, way smarter than you, you just, you know, might get lucky. There's definitely luck involved anytime you shoot a big deer, but you know, it's just like anything, the more work and preparation you put in, you know, the greater the reward will be. So if, uh, so if like, let's say this off-road racing career thing doesn't work out, you know, let's say it doesn't pan out UTV pro four, pro three, pro two, whatever you enter in, <laughs> let's say that doesn't work out. Can we expect to see you on like the outdoor channel? Are you going to be a outdoorsman? You know, got your own show. You're going to be a bass fisher. What's up? Man, I, no, no, I bass fishing. I mean, I, I like fishing, but you know, it's just, it's not my thing. No hunting for sure. I mean, I would definitely, I definitely had offers, you know, to do, um, filmed hunts and all this stuff. And, you know, kind of the last couple of years, I've kind of got into a little more of filming like hunts and stuff. But before that, I didn't really care. Like, you know, I didn't care about having anything on film. Like it was just, um, you know, I, every deer that I have on the wall, it's just, it's a memory. And I can tell you exactly how it went down, exactly what happened, how I felt in that moment, like everything. So I didn't need video. Like I didn't need to prove to anybody or show anybody that I had, you know, these big deer, how I did it, or, you know, it was, it was from, for me, it wasn't for anybody else, but you know, kind of the day and age we're in now, like everybody wants to see it. And it's all about how many views you get and all this stuff. And, uh, you know, and it, so I didn't, I mean, it's not really what something that I, I wanted to, to do. Cause I don't really care about that, especially for hunting, you know, I mean, yeah, for side by sides and pro four and stuff, it's nice to get more views and all that stuff and post more pictures because sponsors like seeing that stuff. But for me and hunting, you know, it was just something I did to, to break away from reality and, you know, something that I had a, a huge or have a huge passion for, but kind of the more I, I, look at it and the older I get, you know, now maybe, maybe it is something I, I want to do, maybe, you know, do some videos and stuff and like share my passion, 
for hunting so other people can see that. I guess maybe I, maybe I was looking at it wrong to begin with about the filming, but I don't know. Um, just the way some people do it, it's just, you know, kind of turned me off. Would you venture, would you venture into, uh, you know, hunting more than just white tail or uh, white tail, uh, white, would you venture out of, out of white tail <laughs> and would you go to like, would you go to like black bear, brown bear, grizzly bear, Kodiaks, you know, would you go hunt a fucking lion with a, with a bow and arrow? You know, what's, what's, what's the crazy dream? You know, no, no, I mean, not real. I mean, to take, I mean, you may think I'm crazy, but I don't like killing stuff. Really. I mean, I really don't. I, I mean, I, it, you, it seems weird, but I, I really, I mean, I have such a connection with these white tails. Like after I shoot them, like I almost like tear up because like they're gone. Like, you know, I've shot this, this animal that I've watched for eight years. Um, you know, I know almost everything. I know probably almost more about him than he does. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's very, it's, it's sad to me that I do it. Um, like, Oh, you know, it's just sad that they're gone, you know, but you know, I know if I don't, don't do it, their racks are going to, you know, they're not going to be as big. Um, they could get hit by a car disease, you know, the food, you know, they always already eat all the farmer's food and everybody, the farmers go around and shoot them. It's like, you know, it's like, they've already lived. It's not like I shoot them when they're a fawn or a first couple of years. Like, you know, these deer have already lived most of their life. And, you know, so, you know, maybe that's how I justify it, but you know, no, I don't just like killing stuff. Uh, and I don't know if, if through the years, if I, you know, want to change my career and get into hunting, if I would do a whole lot more, but, um, it takes so much work to pattern a big mature deer that, um, it'd be almost like, uh, to do that and to hunt other animals all the time. I, I feel like you'd be taking away from what what you actually need to do to to work and prepare to kill a big deer every year yeah yeah there's a lot of respect there and and you know um you know i hate to get too preachy here but being a native american you know that, that that's awesome to hear and um you know definitely a lot of respect there and um you know, let, let's, let's keep the sadness going and let's talk about 2021. So let's talk about your UTV season. Yeah, now, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's not. <laughs> oh boy. So your 2021 season for, uh, for pro mod. Man, that was a hell of a doozy, dude. You started out great at Antigo and it just seemed you had every problem under the sun, man. Like what, what was, have you been able to even think about that at all? Uh, I mean, we, we've got it fixed now that, that the season's over, but, um, definitely don't want to do that again. I mean, the whole time we thought we had it figured out and we didn't, and it was just kind of like, you know, champ is so come you know, compressed into like three months that it's hard to even do any testing out of the races because literally you get home from the races and you wash and you prep and you head right back to the next one. So it's like, there's no time in between rounds to like, really for us to really figure out what was wrong with the car. I mean, we, we tried and tried and, you know, tried everything we could. And like, we just, we'd never figured it out until, you know, there at the end. And by the end it was too late, but, um, it was too late for 2021. You know, we, we learned a lot. It's a huge learning year. And, uh, uh, let's put it that way. We will not, we will not be doing that again. <laughs> um, so what, what, why was there such a big issue? Like 
was it just champ because of the, like, because the season was compressed in, but you seem to be doing fine when you would go race Texplex. Well, it was the rules at champ. We were, okay. you know, unlike some other people, we were trying to stay within the rules and, uh, we, uh, just wasn't, I don't know. We could, couldn't get it. couldn't get it to work. So, um, now was that, you know, two, I, was huh? that two different vehicles that you were driving in different series? Yeah, I, I had a different car. I was running at okay. Texplex. Okay. Yeah. So at you know at Champ, you know, to stay legal, we were you know, we were pushing the envelope of the car anyway. Um, which you know you got to to be competitive at Champ. You know, you, you're racing against the top guys you know in the world, and you know against other cars that are doing the same thing, running on the ragged edge. And um, we just had one one of the pennies that make the dollar, you know, not line up and it just cost us the year. So do you think it was, um, the problems that you were having, do you think it was the compressed season of champ off-road or do you think it was because we were putting a GoPro on your pro mod? (laughs) That was just kind of like a bad thing. Well, I, I think we, we figured that one out at the year that it was, or at the end of the year, it wasn't the GoPro. I think we, (laughs) in the middle of the year, we thought it was. And then by the end, we, we rolled that out. Yeah, that was funny. That discussion that was going on with us was, uh, you won a race and it was like, oh, we don't have a GoPro on them. We'll put it on them yep. the next time. And then <laughs> didn't finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, no. So the, the go, but I think at the end of the year, I don't remember, but I remember we did roll the GoPro out. I don't remember how, but it was rolled out one way or another. <laughs> uh, I was about to yeah, get all, I was, all I was, spiritual on, on you and start <laughs> smudging you off. <laughs> I'm like, get, get out those bad vibes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, uh, I think we've, sh- sh- hopefully we've shook them off. I, I feel like uh, our cars are going to be good this year at champ and the truck. And it just sucks. That. We're not going to have me on the truck this year. Or you're not racing the pro four. I am. It's just not going to have me. Oh, on me. It. Oh, I thought you meant like you as you as a person I, are not going to be there. <laughs> yeah, I may try to sneak Karen on it yeah. somewhere, yeah. <laughs> but she's not going to have full door, unfortunately. Okay. So <laughs> tell us about that deal then going into pro four. Yeah. So, um, actually, uh, this year, you know, last year we really didn't have any help in the pro four. That's why, you know, we ran Karen Cougar, um, because you know, it was, uh, the house supported budget pro four, which is very hard to do. Um, that class is very intense and, uh, none of the parts are really cheap and, you know, you got to stay on top of maintenance and everything. And, uh, so it was really tough last year in pro four, for sure. We didn't do all the rounds because of it, but, uh, this year we are, we, uh, ended up signing a deal with, uh, Shearing Steve sports, Shearing speed sports, and, uh, got a deal with him and the air force and Ames oil. And, uh, I'm looking forward to pro four this year too. We finally have a good budget, a good team. Um, we're going to get good testing in. Um, I'm really looking forward to having a, you know, a, a good year in, in pro four, especially one now that, you know, every time I get in the truck, I'm not worried about, you know, Oh, I can't, you know, maybe I should let off a little more in this corner because, you know, if something breaks, I can't afford to fix it. So now we're, we're, we're a hundred percent ready to go. Dude, that's ready awesome. to battle. So does, uh, does that sponsorship at all carry into uh, your UTV program? 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, a little bit, my UTV and pro four will be under, um, Shearing's rig at, uh, at all the champ races. And, uh, yeah, it carries over into the uh, side-by-side a little bit. Um, some of the sponsors wanted to, you know, help at KOH. So we incorporated some of them into the KOH stuff and, uh, you know, I'm doing, I'm racing mid America this year and side-by-side sports. And, um, we also signed with Yokohama. Um, so Yokohama is, um, not the title sponsor, but, you know, a, a supporting sponsor to, uh, Can-Am on the side-by-side and Air Force and Ames Oil for the truck. So, um, super happy to be with them. I feel like it's going to be a really good relationship. You know, we've already, uh, been in talks quite a bit about, you know, this year and, uh, I'm really excited to work with them. Um, how did that deal come about? Was it Steve seeking out you or was it like you kind of like looking for sponsors type of deal? Um, a, a little bit of both. I mean, me and Steve have always talked, you know, they've, you know, Steve's with, uh, ski do for the snowmobiles and, uh, can am, um, a little bit with, with Elliot and, you know, does the, the champ races. And, you know, I, I feel like he wanted a little bit more. He wanted to, uh, grow his program a little bit. And, you know, he's, he was always interested in the pro four, like talking to me about it, you know, never like offering a deal or anything, but he was just always interested, interested in it. So, uh, yeah, kind of like after Crandon, we talked a little bit and he said, you know, let me see if I can, you know, pull some budget from these sponsors and see if we can get a pro four deal put together. And, you know, a month or two later, he calls me and said, Hey, um, let's sit down and figure out numbers. And we talked and agreed. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah. I work, uh, for the snow cross series and we, Steve, uh, is one of the guys we got to cover and, uh, he's a good oh. guy and, he yeah. was talking about it this weekend about how he was excited for the off-road season. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped to work with him. You know, he runs a really strong program and you know, just the the backing and support. And I mean it's just gonna be a lot easier on me too, because now it's like, you know, before I was trying to do everything myself, you know, I'm trying to organize mm-hmm. all the guys, you know, feed all the guys, you know, I'm trying to do side by side, pro four, I'm paying for everything. Um, you know. My, my media guys are a pain in the ass to work with and come around at the worst time to do interviews. Um, we do you know, too. so I'm trying to, to line all this stuff out and, you know, it's just tough. So now that, you know, Steve's there, you know, I, I think it's going to help out a lot. Uh, is the, is the yellow paint scheme going away or are we sticking to the yellow? No, that's a can-am thing. So, well, not for the truck, but for the side-by-side, yes, it will still be yellow. That's, uh, that's, can-am um part of the my can-am contract so okay. it will be still yellow but the truck i'm sure will be i'm i'm no they're still working on on um logo placement and colors and all that stuff for the pro four wrap but um, i'm sure it will be more of a gray bluish yeah yeah i'm excited air, to see it too thing. because like you said a lot of people don't realize that what behind the scenes what you go through being the owner and now you got you got a lot of that weight lifted off you so you could focus more on like racing. Yeah. And drinking twisted tea. Yeah. 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 So for 2022, are you going to, are you going to have any merch going or what's up? <laughs> he's like, he's like, hopefully two XLs, XLs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So I, I, I'm sure we will. That's something that, that Steve has already talked about a little bit. So, um, I don't know if I'll 
well, you, I'm sure you know my logo. Um, I still have my logo, but I don't have my mascot anymore, as I'm sure you know. What? Um, no, I don't know. What no, do you mean, don't know? No more sad time. Yeah, yeah no more sad time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sad time's over. But yeah, yeah so I, I'm sure we'll have something. I'm sure we'll have, there'll be something over there for you to scrounge through. <laughs> yeah, Tito. 2XLT, two, two make sure it's 2XLT two tall. 2XL tall. I'll put in a request. Yeah. yeah. You want my belly sticking out the bottom. All right. So uh, tell me why that, uh, that at um, Fall Crand in 2021, why was that podium so meaningful on Saturday when it was you, Johnny, uh, Jimmy Henderson, and CJ up at that podium? Like, why was that such a big, big moment for you guys? It was kind of like, you know, you know, of course it was, you know, the biggest race of the year, you know, everybody's there, it's Crandon and all four of us, you know, we're all, we're all buddies. Of course we all want to beat each other, but you know, we're all, we're all friends, you know, pretty much the only reason I'm in a pro four is because of Johnny Grease. The only reason that Jimmy's in a pro four is because of Johnny Grease. The only reason that CJ's in a pro four because of Johnny Grease, you know, and just for all of us to be up there together, uh, you know, I, I think was, super meaningful for sure. You know, we, you know, I'm sure they, they have their special things that, you know, they don't tell and, you know, Jimmy does. And, you know, I really don't cause I don't really know what I'm doing, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I have nothing special to hide from anybody, <laughs> but, but, you know, it's like, it was just cool. All of us being up there together and, you know, us kind of, you know, besides CJ and Johnny, me and Jimmy kind of started pro four at the same time. And, um, you know, he got a little more backing than I did earlier, um, you know, in his career. And, you know, I feel like, you know, he, uh, um, from nation's rent and stuff. So, you know, and then I had a PPI, but they had that big storm and everything that happened to them. So they had a really bad year. So I didn't, you know, have a, a backer for last year. And, you know, we just, every time we tried to test, it was something else that was wrong and wasn't prepped right. And, you know, but, you know, the other thing is too, this year I've, I hired a full-time guy. So I've got a full-time mechanic now. It's just like, I feel like this part of my career, like I needed that. Like, you know, before it was like guys coming over after work. So they'd work a, a nine to five job and then they come over after work and work on the pro four. Well, you know, that that's tough because they've already worked all day and then they work on the pro four and, you know, it's, it's sometimes they forget stuff. And I mean, it's not their fault. It's just, you know, they've, already been through, been through a full day of work. And then when they come to the races, they're taking off work to come to the races and then they're getting to the races late. Cause they're trying to work an extra day. And it, it's, it was just a lot. So I hired a full-time guy, um, now, um, still have help at the races from, um, my other, the other guys, but it'll just make things a lot better. And, uh, I see, a, actually, I see a lot of racers and I don't know if it's just me being more, uh, just asking a lot more questions or paying attention, but I see a lot of racers actually hiring full-time mechanics in their shops and everything. So it's just not them. I believe Keegan did, uh, has a full-time mechanic at his shop this year, uh, meeting Garrett Brooks. Um, you're talking to him for the first time this year. Uh, he has two full-time mechanics. So like, so like I said, that that's going to be a big help towards you, uh, this upcoming season. For sure. I mean, not just, you know, now, the, you know, before we were getting to the track and the truck wasn't fully prepped and there was stuff missed. And like we, you know, even though we did race most of pro four races last year, we had issues just, and it wasn't like, 
like stuff breaking. It was just like stuff that was missed in the shop or just, you know, stuff we didn't know about. Um, you know, so now it's, it's completely different now. Like the guy that I hired full-time Austin, like, you know, we're taking the truck down to a frame. He's going to know every bolt on the truck. He's going to know everything. And, you know, I feel like once you take, you know, you start working on, on a machine and you have time to really study it, then that's when you really know it. So, you know, he's really going to know the truck, you know, when it comes time to, for us to be on the track and, you know, that way when I'm on the track, if, if I don't win or I don't podium it, it's on me, it's not on the truck anymore. You know, I can't, you know, no one to blame but myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or a voodoo doll. Next question. Do you believe in voodoo? Man, um, I didn't. I didn't before last year. (laughs) After last year, yeah, a little bit. (laughs) Would you mind elaborating on why we asking if you're uh, if you're a believer in voodoo? Man, I, I wish I could. I got in trouble for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish I, I could say, but um, let's put it this way. After that, I was told not to ever say her name again. <laughs> she was like, you thought this time was bad. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I learned my lesson. Um, I'll just shut my mouth. Yeah, yeah we, we learned our lessons <laughs> too. The fire, so. was, <laughs> the fire was bad. So the question that we've been kind of asking everybody, because um, there's different takes on it and different, you know, uh, different pleasures in it, I guess, is uh, like, what, what are your thoughts then on uh, the, the, the transition of, uh, time versus laps, you know, cause uh, last year they moved to, you know, about five minutes, eight minutes, whatever comp yellow and another five and, and eight minutes. Whereas before, you know, it was set laps, you know, what are your, what are your thoughts or opinions on that? I have none. Uh, I really, it doesn't bother me either way. I don't really care. Um, as long as we get on the track and get to race and get good racing in, that's all I really care about, whether it's time or laps or whatever. I don't, I don't really have, have an opinion, an opinion there to tell you the truth. I didn't even know. I, I just kind of, <laughs> I just go out there and race and, and I stop when they throw the checkered flag. So other than that. Gotcha. I love it. All right, man. Yeah. UTV or like, I'm just going to go stop everyone out here. And then when they tell me stop, I'll stop. so uh yeah man you know we're we're always trying to get to know um our guests a little bit more and uh, you know just want to ask like now how things have been you know we hit on hunting and uh on koh and just some of this travel like how's home life man like uh, is there a home life is there a love life you've been out there slaying like what's up <laughs> so there is no home home life. I've not been home. Like I'm home now, but um shoot last year I I wasn't home. I, I mean, I came home from KOH and my propane was was totally empty. Like, you know, like I, I walk in my house and it's just like it doesn't even it looks like it's abandoned. <laughs> like um it's uh like you, you walk in my room, like in on my bed, like I have a king size bed, but my blanket's only big enough to fit half the bed. Like, uh, it's rough here. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough here. 
it's rough. I, d- I didn't know how to use my dishwasher. Um, <laughs> oh, well, I lost my dishwasher. She actually lost <laughs> but I don't know. I've, I've heard about that. I, I don't know. I, I kind of just stay to myself, you know, I mean, I, I have no comment about my love life at this moment. <laughs> well, maybe you got to follow uh, Tito's love life here. Oh, does he have like a, like a, is he putting out like routines, like what to do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's he's giving, got a whole game plan. Yeah. He's giving out relationship advice. No shit. Yeah. Right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll request. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I dude, I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up. I mean, you know, I feel like you've kind of got it set anyway, you know, you kind of got shit made. Like, I guess the question, you know, pertaining to love life stuff. Cause I mean, you're, you're this way and I'm not, Dude, how do you stay so fit? Is it like, so is there a diet plan or, or like, are you broke? Like what's, what's, how do you stay so fit? <laughs> well, I did. I, I don't know. I mean, last year I didn't mountain bike a lot. So I usually mountain bike a lot, but I wasn't home a whole lot to do a lot of mountain biking. And mountain biking is where I do, you know, um, most of my exercises is on a mountain bike. Um, so I've kind of been lacking there. I ain't gonna lie. I've been lacking going to the gym, but I've just been so busy here at the shop, but you know, that's not an excuse. I do need to get my ass back in the gym. That's, that's for sure. But I, I don't know. It's, I don't know how I stay in shape. Um, probably just from working in the shop and yelling and cussing and, you know, <laughs> twisted teeth don't have a whole lot of, um, like calories. Carbs. I love that. I, they're, they're pro they're probably probably less beer gut out of a twisted tea than like a bush light or something, but I don't know. I could, could be wrong. Well, I'm moving uh, to twisted teas then. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I mean, it's, it, it's done nothing but good for me. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you, can you get them to sponsor our show? <laughs> no. I I wish I could say yes, but I, I I do know some guys that know some guys that I can hook you up with. Send one of them our way. I will. If I drink maybe, enough. If I drink maybe, enough. <laughs> maybe you can do um a podcast with one of the guys that knows the guy that knows the guy. Ooh, there you go. I'm game yeah. for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm down for that as well. So Cause we got one alcoholic in this podcast, so definitely. I can tell. He goes, I can tell. Uh, all right, so Mr. Cheney, we are uh, we're starting a, a new section, new little uh, session series here, uh, part of the Impulse Show, and uh, it's called uh, Tito After Hours. So I'm gonna ask you a couple questions, oh, and just let me know your answers, what you're feeling. You know, just kind of your favorite stuff like that. Yeah, you and, and if you're 18 and under, uh, please veer away from the radio show. <laughs> well, I don't mess around with anyone under 18. It's 18 plus. It's 18 plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. 18 plus can stay and and uh, yeah, listen. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. 18 to 21. So. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he goes, that cougar's misleading on the side of my truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, first question I have, Mr. Cheney, what is your favorite website? Oh, man. So I'll go first. Mine is YouTube. Uh, big fan because it's got my uh, <laughs> my favorite like stand-up comedians podcast. So my, mine, what about you? I would say probably Pornhub. Especially <laughs> <laughs> being a single man, probably Pornhub. Uh, do you have a membership? No, I don't. I only do the free stuff, but is a membership worth it? So during the uh, so from what I've heard <laughs> from a friend of mine <laughs> from Twisted Tea. No. <laughs> uh, so during the during the whole pandemic thing, uh, Pornhub was like doing uh, free memberships. Like if you signed up, you got like free memberships through for like a month or something like that. So a buddy of mine signed up and uh, he scrolled through some stuff. Like it was good, but you know I, I don't know if it's necessarily worth it. Gotcha. You just get the full oh. videos, right? Yeah. Basically, you don't get. And there's like still the, some premium stuff that you have to pay for. Well, I don't need a full video anyway. Just a few seconds is fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a minute twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah. He's like average, average. <laughs> All right. uh, what is your favorite position? Mm. So like first place, second place, third place. Like, what are you oh, a big fan I'm of? Glad you, I'm glad you said that. No, no. <laughs> He's trying to trip you up with all these yeah, questions. He I'm glad he said that. I, I literally about. I will, I will. He's like, you won't believe what I was just going to yeah. say. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say like position for me or position for her. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Man. Yeah. Um. Second, <laughs> second, <laughs> yes, because when you get second, you work harder to win. I feel like when you win, you know, it's like you're already there and you already want to keep winning. But when you get second, it just makes you want that win even more. Mm. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Mine's a downward dog. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> is that you in that position? Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> who's asking the questions here? So, <laughs> when did you, uh, when did you, when did you lose that V card? Um, like, you know, when did you, uh, when did you get that cherry pop for like the first time you started racing? <laughs> um, <laughs> actually, um, He's like, they go Ford. hand in hand. No. They do. That Actually, you know what? It, it is pretty much the exact same time. Um, I think like 14. Oh, 14. Oh, wow. Nice. Yep. And uh, it was a brand new <laughs> 1999 YZ85, 16 years old. Blonde. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she could drive. Yeah, she could drive. <laughs> Brand new 1990. Yeah, 16 years old. My eyes. <laughs> Made me a man. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. That's, kind that's of made per- me like not want to eat Taco Bell for a little while, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> yes. Ick. 
<laughs> he goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's pretty much my uh, my after hours questions. I don't know if you gentlemen have uh, have any more. For Mr. <laughs> no, I, I actually thought we weren't going to do it. <laughs> she said, "Oh, you're gonna pass on the after hours questions." <laughs> well, I mean, it was just a it was a segment that I brought up, and I didn't think it was gonna go for it. <laughs> oh. I thought it was great. Uh, That's awesome. Uh, I enjoyed uh, it. I enjoyed it. No, I uh, I am I'm done with questions. So if you gentlemen have any more, so uh, feel free to. So Tito's putting on this race at ERX. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we can't invite him. He's too fucking fit for that. No, no. CJ said Kyle is the best person to invite to this race. Oh yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Bad knees. That's right, Mr. Cheney. (laughs) (laughs) CJ put us on for this one. Would you be interested? So we're putting on the second annual uh, ERX pit area foot race, and uh, it's twenty dollars entry fee. And we're wondering if you're interested. Is it during like the RX event? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. On what Saturday night? You you remember Tito last year at ERX when he yeah you oh, laughed at right. him. You laughed couldn't at him. Walk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't walk. <laughs> yeah. So that's, we're that's do it again. probably not gonna probably not gonna be a good a good thing for me to do. That'd be exactly what I need to do. Is not be able to use my clutch the next day. <laughs> <laughs> What if we do it Saturday night? Get a couple twisted tees, do line them up, twenty bucks. Oh, after take the races yep. are over. Yep. Yeah. I would probably do that after the races are over. Yep. See, L- explain the lineup to him. Who's all in right yeah, now, yeah, Tito? Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's me, uh, Haley Shanley, CJ Greaves, and then you, and then I think was Jimmy Henderson interested? Uh, I can't remember if yeah, he was. Jimmy's, Jimmy's in. Jimmy's in. So yeah, right. we've got five. You know, top of the world I'll right race. now. I'll race it. Yeah. Yes. CJ so said, if we want to see somebody run funny, invite you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. It's hard for me to turn down a race. <laughs> yeah, he, twenty bucks. Ooh. Twenty bucks, winner take all. Yep, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna put like a fucking cheeseburger at the finish line for me, so I just fucking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So is no. there like a role where we have to be like so many drinks in before the race, or like how's that work? Ooh, ooh, that could be interesting. You're off the clock, so. Yeah. Oh yeah, I am. I am. How about <laughs> you got a shotgun, a beer, and then run? What? what the way this is what you do you shotgun a beer halfway through you have to shotgun another one Ooh, like, a like halfway oh, caution halfway yeah halfway yep. like I and like then you, just, you have to and then run back i like that because then i because then i don't have to go full-blown sprint yeah <laughs> 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 He's thinking of way this is gonna yeah, benefit yeah. him. He's like, ooh. <laughs> yes, I like this. I like this. Yep. Like Haley can shotgun like like a beer or a truly or I mean a fucking whiskey. I don't know. Like I don't want to what whatever. Make it seem yeah. Like, yeah, whatever she's into. So I'm down. Maybe we I'm could have it. it presented by Twisted T. A little there yes. you go. Five talk five se- th- five second event. <laughs> yeah, talk to that guy of the guy of that one guy. Yeah. <laughs> I get you in contact. There we go. We'll do a 30 for 30 about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it started it all. Yeah. It's going to be like that hunting, hunting uh, thing you 
filmed. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't want to film this, but. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm done, man. Yeah. Um, Mr. Cheney, thank you so much. Uh, like, you know, we say this to every guest. Thank you guys so much for taking time out of your day. Uh, just kind of shoot the shit with us. Just talk and laugh. And, and we really appreciate it. And what you guys do for uh, coming on the show. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. I needed to laugh. I was really pissed off about these cross-thread and these. Oh. <laughs> I think now I gotta go back to this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad we could provide you some relief. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Alrighty, man. We'll yep. talk to you later. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. See you. Yeah, bye. bye. And speaking of relief, this is presented by Preparation H. No. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got hemorrhoids. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's, uh, over, he's a good guy, too. Man. They're all they're all awesome. Yeah. God. Well, like I said, I mean, man, we got some good ass reviews from the CJ Greaves podcast. Yeah, Fuck. man, that was uh, that was really good. That was I mean. You know, the part of it too is, are, are these guys that, um, you know, go along with it and, and are able to kind of joke around and, and BS and, you know, don't take it too seriously. It's like, you know, we can do so much, but if, if, if they join in, man, it makes it that much better. Yeah. 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 No, the, the, your questions. I honestly didn't think he was going to go for any of it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm glad you brought that up. But you're like, first, second. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if he didn't interrupt or chime in there, what he would have said? Yeah. Uh, so I waited just enough where I was like, yeah, like first place, second place. Yeah. Third. He's like, oh, well, I'm glad you said that because I was about to. Yeah. <laughs> then he had I'm me. Start drawing. Yeah. Yeah. Then he had me and be like, what is he going to say? <laughs> Call him back up and be like, no, for real, what's your favorite position, bro? Yeah. You know? We're not recording anymore, but for real. Yeah. <laughs> Just text him real quick. Oh, man. Yeah. Send me pics. Yeah. <laughs> and that login. That, yeah. that login. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's like, it's like worth buying the. the a premium membership yeah yeah from from what from when i i mean when my friend had it yeah and, uh, it, was, <laughs> it was it was it was all right <laughs> he's like don't get it oh that was good yeah, don't get it not worth it yeah that was a good one that was man my head hurts <laughs> my head hurts from laughing <laughs> or is it your hangover fucking alky you know what that might be a part of it too i <laughs> you know I didn't think I was going to be drinking again on Sunday, but you know, it was the second Saturday. So I had to. Yeah. You gotta do you though? Second Saturday. To. Yeah. Often you get two of them. <laughs> so I'm saying like, I need it to have fun. Dude, we had, you have fun like the, last, five, like the last two no, months. I'm just I'm just <laughs> Every weekend we, we asked each other what we we're going to do. And you're like, no, no, I think finally I'm going to have a chilled out weekend. Yeah, I did. I took my tree down. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even do your crock pot. Yeah, we had too much fun last week. I didn't even show up to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you're floating away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That yeah. fucking, that video that you took of me, Jeffrey. God damn. It's so funny. I was showing people this weekend. Dude, <laughs> believe it or not, I showed my, I showed my supervisor. Because, like, when she's not in state, like, she'll go and do like stuff like that in like Vegas or yeah. wherever it's legal. 
So I told her, I was like, hey, we're in Michigan. Like, you know, where some things are more legal than most. And she's like, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking lost her mind and she's laughing hysterically. Check this out. <laughs> you, you were just so out of it. I was too, dude. It was so bad. Oh, man. Uh, impulse but, where we like to have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, this coming weekend, hopefully then uh, the next time we uh, we do a podcast, I'll, I'll maybe have some uh, some more good stuff for you. Jazz is coming in. Uh, my oh, yeah. roommate coming in from California. Yep. Uh, driving to Milwaukee. So we're going to stay in Milwaukee Thursday night, Friday night. We're going to go out, uh, see some friends Friday night too. And then Saturday, we got virtual golf at 11 a.m. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see if we'll make that. Yeah. yeah, we'll see if we make that. And then after that, we're going up to Appleton. And then we're going to be uh, with the boys in Appleton then. And then we'll see what kind of stuff we can get into up there. And then This we'll is a uh, bachelor's Sunday. party? No, just he's coming back to see his family and then uh, he wanted to see some like people like in Appleton. So we're like, yeah, like let's go to Appleton. So we're uh, doing a little Wisconsin tour this weekend. Mm, maybe we come, maybe we show up. Appleton. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bring some goods from Michigan. Yep. I I can, I can provide those. <laughs> ruin, ruin everyone's night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ruin everybody's uh, night. Supposed to be every, uh, Supposed to be good for everybody, but nope. Yeah. <laughs> be sitting on a couch. I don't know if you got shit or not. Yeah. Yeah. God, my sister was like, "There's so much going on behind those eyes." There was, dude. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god, I never see Tito like this." Oh. Yeah, this is why I don't go to receptions. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is why. This is why you don't go to. This. I hate weddings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's too much goddamn fun. Yeah. <laughs> or my asshole. Yeah. <laughs> or my asshole. Uh, I don't sound like that. <laughs> but no, you know what we forgot to ask? Hmm. Uh, well, What's what that? I forgot to forgot to ask was uh, he's side by side racing this weekend. Oh yeah, we blew right oh, past yeah. all that. Yeah. <laughs> Your Tito after hours got us all sidetracked. <laughs> Should I give him a call back quick and be like, "Hey, side by side racing"? <laughs> he's quick. Yeah, he's gonna be all pissed off again from his working on his UTV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's gonna pick up what? Yeah. Yeah, what do you guys want? Yeah. <laughs> like I did it again. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh man, no, that was good though. That was good. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. But uh, yeah, man, <clears throat> I think that pretty much wraps up the podcast. Uh, once again, I am Tito Labine. With me is Jeffrey Keeble, Lyle Keeble. I had fun today, guys, and um, I'm looking forward to doing another one next week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can't wait to see you guys next week. Bye. See you guys in Appleton. <laughs> this is the Impulse Show. Bye. Yeah, bye. This is how legends are made.